1: John Eddie in the morning here on Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM and 94.5 FM. We are streaming online at iowacatholicradio.com and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. And I hope you have that downloaded, by the way. Thanks so much for joining me today. It is Tuesday, April 14th. We've got a great show in store for you. Adam Story, Director of Marriage and Family Life for the Diocese of Des Moines, coming up here very soon for his regular Tuesday segment. Bishop William Johnson coming up at 715 today, Bishop of the Diocese of Des Moines. We're going to talk about Easter and our hope uh, today. Gene Wells hosts a straight talk and a preview 10 o'clock show. And uh, in the second half hour, uh, I read a great piece the other day called um, Six Creative and Catholic Ideas for When You Hit Maximum Cabin Fever. Melissa Guerrero is uh, going to be, well, we're going to talk about that uh, piece. And I I thought it was really good. It was uh, one of the more creative blog posts I've read during this time uh, of quarantine. So uh, we'll have Uh, We'll have that for you featured in the second half hour. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports weather, straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwa. We'll have your saint of the day coming up in the second half hour as well. Let's get to it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God.
2: God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen.
0: Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo with your News and Sports. News and Sports with Mark Amadeo. Oh, good, sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy uh,
3: Tuesday to you here, and, and happy Easter to you if we continue yeah. the Easter season. We
1: continue on here. We are an Easter people.
3: That's right. That's right. Are you still recovering from your uh, little food coma from Easter, eating all those, uh, what is those, uh, those... Uh, Easter bunny rabbits, uh, you know, that were, uh, you know, basically all your kids' candy.
1: Well, I was introduced to the uh, Reese's uh, Easter eggs, you know, mm-hmm. and the Reese's mm-hmm. peanut butter filled, and uh, that that was just a bad idea to introduce me to those <laughs> because uh, you might as well get a paintbrush and just paint those things on my hips because that's that's where they're going.
3: <laughs> you were introduced to them. You mean, is, this a, is that a seasonal thing you get reintroduced every Easter or did you not know about this?
1: Never had one. Never had one nice. a day in my life. But uh, now, l- let's just say I've I've had a few.
3: <laughs> I can hesit I can guess that this was not given to you. You just took it out of one of your kids' uh, Easter basket. I'm, I'm guessing that's how this works.
1: Well, I'll leave that to the imagination. But uh, yeah, they, they had plenty to to share. <laughs>
3: Very good. Well, continue with your uh, uh, post-food coma from uh, Easter Sunday, John, and uh, I think you'll work through it by the end of the week.
1: Well, I'm doing some workouts in the basement here, so I've got to up those up, you know, get those up a notch, but uh, we're we're trying to stay fit during this time.
3: That's right. Uh, Always trying to do that, especially... during our times that we are in right now with self-quarantine and social distancing. Well, let's get right to it this morning on this, as you mentioned, Tuesday morning uh, from the WHO-TV, Channel 13 Weather Desk, and meteorologist Megan Selwa. Currently in Des Moines, we have mostly clear skies, a very chilly 25 degrees with a west-southwest wind at 10 miles per hour at the uh, Mercy One Studios here in Des Moines. The feels like temperature all the way down to 16 degrees this morning, but today we'll see partly sunny skies throughout the day. The sun will be out a high of 45 degrees with west winds at 15 to 25 miles per hour, so keeping things a little bit chilly with the wind. Tonight, cloudy skies, and we could see a few showers, maybe even a snow flurry or two, an overnight low of 28 degrees here in central Iowa. And then tomorrow, partly cloudy, a high of 46. Thursday, more of the same, partly cloudy, dry, high of 49 degrees, and by Friday, be our warmest day of the week, partly cloudy with a high of 53 degrees. Well, in the news on this uh, Tuesday morning, the uh, city of Des Moines estimates there will be an $18 million loss of revenue for the next 60 days due to the COVID-19 virus. Uh, With the city at a standstill, it's projected there will be little revenue from sales tax permits Uh, permits and licenses. Des Moines City Manager Scott Sanders says, quote, nothing like this has ever happened, and this is a very unique situation, Sanders says. At $5.8 million, the most significant loss for the city is associated with the local option sales tax and service tax fund, a sales tax that was just approved last March. Now, a tax fund is used for infrastructure projects and public safety enhancements, other, other significant losses for the city of Des Moines include the, uh, $3.6 million loss of the road use tax fund and a $2.1 million loss in the hotel tax revenue now uh, the city of Des Moines has not had to make any permanent structural changes but it has temporarily furloughed five percent of its workforce majority of the city's 2,000 employees are still able to work in the field including public works police and fire and the parks department well today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print and uh, today was supposed to be the Iowa Cubs home opener at Principal Park in downtown Des Moines now obviously the iCubs are hoping to start their season Maybe in early June, if the government starts to open things up uh, next month. But uh, the, they, like everybody else, is on hold. And, of course, all Iowa high school spring sports and activities have been suspended indefinitely. Uh, that includes girls and boys' uh, track soccer golf and tennis once again from the mercy one studios in des moines currently we have uh, mostly clear skies 25 degrees a west southwest wind at 10 miles per hour so that feels like temperature is 16 degrees and today we'll see partly sunny skies here in central iowa a uh, high of 45 degrees the west winds will keep things a little bit chilly uh, west winds at 15 to 25 miles per hour throughout the day. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Tuesday morning John Leonetti show coming up. Jimmy Olsen, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm
0: Mark Amadale. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 a.m., 88.5 f.m., 94.5 f.m., and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com.
4: Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. A good drive for us this morning as you are uh, making that way around town. Again, a lot of construction, road closures, and Also, uh, reduced lanes as you're uh, making the drive around town. Also downtown, there have been some uh, added road closures and lane reductions as well, so keep an eye on that as the uh, city is trying to make sure that we are keeping our distance from each other. Thanks to Builder Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio.
1: Like Jimmy having trouble connecting with Adam this morning, but anyway, I, I read another blog piece the other day. Uh, and the blog piece was from Lauren Didis, and uh, Lauren said, "Oh, it looks like we are going to get Adam here soon." I got a text from him. So, uh, Lauren Dittus put together a blog piece that said, five Maxims from Padre Pio that will help you get through coronavirus." And uh, you know, I I have heard the phrase "pray, hope, and don't worry" probably a million times in the last three <laughs> in the last three uh, uh, months, and these these words have been comforting for me. Uh, but there's some more, and these were words that were written in a letter to a woman that was struggling with worry and anxiety, and uh, Laura pulled the, these five maxims from them and I from them, and I will um I'll share them with you right now. Uh, we know in everything God works for good with those who love him. God is our Father. Did you lack anything? No, eternity is what we must remember. I glory myself only in the cross of my Jesus. Those, of course, some of them coming from sacred scripture, but they were what Padre Pio would lean on in times of difficulty, he said to this woman himself. And I think that last one is, um, is the one where we, we put our hope right now. I glory myself only in the cross of my Jesus. We do have Adam Story. Let's go to Adam Story, Director of Marriage and Family Life for the Diocese of Des Moines. Hello, sir. Hey, good morning, John. Good morning to you. Let's talk about quarantine life, man. What, what good can come out of this in our marriage and families? Well, you know, I think one of the
5: opportunities that a lot of us have in the midst of this is uh, to be a little bit more intentional about the ways that we spend our time. You know, a lot of the, a lot of the busyness in our life has been removed, whether that's, you know, different meetings or commitments or events uh, league sports leagues, things like that. We we're not able to participate in those sorts of things. Uh, but so now we have this opportunity where we've kind of been given a lot of our time back and we, we have a real choice in how we're going to use that, you know? Um, and I think that that can be a real grace is if we do take this time, if we are intentional about how we use our time, uh, I think that can be a real blessing in the
1: midst of this trial. I've learned a lot uh, during this time. I learned my kids' names. It's been great. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, you're at
5: home. Um, I'm at yeah, home. No, for, yeah, for all of us, I think, uh, you know, it, it's given us, it's afforded us an opportunity to, to slow down a little bit and to say, you know, uh, am I just going to try to get through this week or am I really going to enter into it? You know, the, the temptation for me is to say, well, if I'm stuck at home, I'm just going to turn on Netflix or I'm going to turn on Amazon Prime and and I'll fill my time with other distractions. You know, some distractions have been removed. I can find new ones. Uh, but that's I, I would propose that a, a more fruitful option is to say, no, no, I'm really going to be present uh, to the people around me. I'm going to be present to the, you know, the, the work that I have to do or the things that I
1: really want to do. Uh, and that can really be a tremendous blessing for our families. Yeah, that that's the theme of um, of our families' intentionality. I think right now for for us, and and I've thought the same thing, Adam. I mean, it's it's one of those things right now. For the first time in my life, where I've been home uh, almost 100 percent of the time, save from going to a you know the grocery store or or a pickup here and there. Uh, but but, to be potential to use that time um in and to use it in a in a way that is helping to grow my marriage, helping to uh grow my family and and my kids and and as you said there 's temptations that come with that, but at the end of the day, I mean I don't know, man. I think we're going to look back on this and, and see this as a, uh, even though there's been a lot of struggle and difficulty for a lot of people, we want to don't want to discount all of that, and especially uh, those that have died. We pray for their souls. But for some of us, I think it's going to be a time that we're going to look back fondly on a, in a weird way.
5: You know, I think one of the real opportunities in the midst of it is, just, you know, our impulse is to say, all right, when are we going to get through this? When's it going to be over? You know, when can I get back to normal? Uh, But to know, to say, no, let's really be present to the present moment. And then when we do come out of it, let's recognize that, you know, we're not just back to normal, but hopefully we've grown. Hopefully we're a little bit more grateful for all the things we do have in ordinary life. Hopefully we're a little bit more intentional then too. Uh, I think, I think that you're right, that even though this is a profound trial, uh, even though there's real suffering and real wounds that this is causing, uh, you know, how can we see that there's an opportunity for grace in the midst of this? How can we say that Christ, How can we see that Christ is still present to us in the midst of this? I think if we can do that, uh, there's an opportunity for
1: blessing, too. Adam Story, Director of Marriage and Family Life for the Diocese of Des Moines. Talk to you soon, sir. Hey, thanks so much, John. Alright, coming up right after this, friends, this is Bishop William Johnson of the Diocese of Des Moines is going to be on. We're going to talk about an Easter hope and how we as Christians, especially during this time, can look to hope. What is hope and uh, why it is so important, yeah, as we said, during this time as well. Also, what's the bishop doing during this time? Uh, and I'm going to ask him what he needs to know to open up parishes. Uh, so we'll have some of that information for you as well. Coming up right after this, it's Tuesday, April 14th. John Lee and Eddie in the morning, right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show. When planting a landscape, they are passionate about providing natural solutions, creating a lush and full landscape for customers to enjoy many, many years now. Their passion for a beautiful-looking landscape is what drives their business. Honesty and integrity comes first, 493-1060, 5SonsNatureScapes.com. That is 5SonsNatureScapes.com.
2: Support for programming of Catholic Women Now, partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at CindySchulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance.
4: Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at BlessmentInternational.org. That's BlessmentInternational.org.
5: Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs like commercial jobs and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494.
6: Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral
4: Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for underwriting Christ is the Answer with Father Ricardo and for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Father Ricardo is featured daily at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. Confluence Brewing Company is located off the bike trail south of Grays Lake. Confluencebrewing.com. Thank you for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Would you consider a $30 a month donation? Your support keeps Iowa Catholic Radio on the air, connecting people to Christ.
6: Support Catholic Media. What an incredible gift Catholic Media is. Support any kind of Christian outreach that's getting the word out, because it's a contrast to the negative message which is often being promoted, especially as regards issues of human dignity.
4: You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150.
1: Thanks for being a part of the show today, friends. Golden Rule Plumbing, Heated and Cooling, thank you for underwriting the show. Golden Rule, no, not just customer service, a commitment to quality of workmanship and to the materials and equipment used is next to none. Originally founded in 1999, 20 years in business, goldenrulephc.com. That is goldenrulephc.com. Let's go to our next guest today, the guest of guests, Bishop of the Diocese of Des Moines here to talk about Easter, Bishop William Johnson. Hello, Bishop. Giovanni,
7: John. Good morning. Happy Easter to you and your family. So, did you did
8: you let your kids
7: eat any of the candy? I mean, did you hide it out on the side that big side yard of yours, or did you? uh...
1: More candy than you can imagine, man. I'll tell you what. And yeah. uh, I, yeah. In fact, we're, we're such good parents that my son the other day said that, uh, Dad, my, my stomach's hurting a little bit from all this candy. So I said, okay. <laughs> you know, that's the way to go right there. I have to tell you this. So we've been we've been streaming uh, y- y- your masses and, and a lot of you know what, what the Diocese of Des Moines is putting out, and I loved it. Um, we've also done our parishes. And uh, we, we went over to Bishop Barron's the other day. And uh, we, were, we were extremely, and I wanted to see his Eucharistic prayer. And so we were, as a family, just kind of praying this. I was teaching a little bit, and he said, for Jose, our bishop, and my daughter, my four-year-old daughter said, Dad, it's William.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so yeah, there you go. learning
5: yeah, a
7: lot about, about local churches then, right? In the, in that's the, right. the <laughs> That's yeah, way the way it goes
1: right Let's talk about... Uh, w- this is a time to be a Bishop. I mean, what, what, what a time, uh, you, you didn't ask for this. <laughs> you just, you just get ordained no, and all of no, a sudden the it seems like this long over. poured the into your lap. Over.
7: Yeah. Yeah. So, but, uh, no, I, I joke uh, that it's been a great first year as a Bishop. Wait a minute. I've only been six months of it as a bishop. <laughs> 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 no, as with everybody, I mean, we're, we're all confronting things that we never imagined we'd have to deal with. And yeah, there was some advanced planning, you know, and whether one thinks you actually have to put some of those plans in place, but, uh, so, no, I mean, uh, and I'm so grateful for the, not only the Pastoral Center staff, but our, our parishes and, of course, our priests and so much. And so, yeah, the decisions have to be made, and sometimes decisions have to be made on short notice, like the uh, canceling the Masses way back in March and, and things. And, uh, you know, that's going to cut across the grain of people's sensibilities and evoke all those emotions, grief, anger, and everything that's there. And uh, I get it. And uh, and so we're all trying to ride this out. And obviously not only uh, with our our physical health at uh, interest, but the, but the spiritual health of our people, and, and how much God's grace, uh, I think, realized now in newfound ways for us. What is hope, Bishop? Uh, well, you know, I, I can give you a more technical philosophical, but I, I like the definition I heard. Uh, hope is faith in a tight spot, and uh, mm. it means that we believe there's something that, uh, you know, that God can bring good, and it's not going to be easy. And yet we cling to that, and because God delivers on his promises. And that's, uh, you know, God has never failed to deliver on his promises. He doesn't promise that we'd be immune to suffering or even death. He doesn't promise that uh, uh, everyone's going to like us or that we're going to uh, uh, experience uh, you know, good feelings all the time. But I think we can know this peace that only Christ can give in the midst of some of the turmoil and things. You know, he breaks into these closed spaces that we have literally you know on divine mercy sunday we think about that coming into the lock room again and again but uh you know making his way uh in not in a violent way into the inner chambers of our hearts and reminding us you know i am here be not afraid and uh sometimes we have to renew that act of trust you know <laughs> you know i might I, I was uh, yeah, I felt like I had a spiritual sister. Woman was telling me, "Yeah, I have to do that sometimes, hundreds of times a day." and mm-hmm. like, I hear you, woman. I hear you. I'm with
1: you. <laughs> I, I, um, I was talking to a friend the other day, and um, he's starting to feel this now. Uh, and he's a business owner, and and it was one thing, you know, a month ago when he was starting to see and and look at projections of you know what was going to happen to his business, and now he's really starting to feel it. And I think, in a lot of ways, I, I said to him, I think that's kind of what a lot of us are going through it, not, not just in business, but we're really right now starting to feel this. We were looking at projections before and, and, and there is real hope in this, but, but my question to you is, is this Bishop is what, what can we come out uh, better? Even though we're feeling this, it's getting tight now and and real in a way like never before, how do we come out better for this? And do we look at that right now?
7: Well, First of all, I'm not going to prescribe what it's going to look like. I mean, I think that's part of the mystery that God's going to reveal with our cooperation. Obviously, uh, maybe it's going to look a little bit more uh, like the acts of the apostles and what those early Christian communities where people are providing for each other out of their need, you know, and out of their uh, you know out of their ability to. And some are, you know, the needs are more acute at any given time. But then, when it flows the other way, then they you know we can be neighbor to each other in a new way. And so, we just can't obviously filter that all through the government government's one of those important means but uh the government is one element within a larger society and so it's a you know a society within the societies and uh the church is a vital element of that but there's all these other kind of voluntary ways and and you know those are you know those can be transient things but i think how could this maybe be woven into the structural way just as i think our way of being church and and communing with each other, you know, technology. Some of us were there. Some of us weren't. And so we've kind of been accelerated into this. But how can this be now part of our our, our, staple diet of what we're about, that uh, yeah, we need to have our material, physical needs met, health and all that's there, but the spiritual needs for communion that uh, we want to continue to sustain. So uh, I think, yeah, it's going to – I'm no – uh, prognosticator on the economic standpoint, but I would think the next couple months are going to be tougher rather than easier for many people. And so, you know, we don't—we're we, Americans. We like to be industrious and uh, kind of get it done on our own terms, and you know, pull our fair share of, of the bargain and things. Uh, but maybe you know, our vulnerability—we're going to have to rely on some people in ways that will humble us and uh, uh, puncture our sense of our own kind of agency and our power, but. Um, can God bring something good out of that in our felt spiritual poverty, which is always the, the window through which God
1: can, can do some remarkable things. We always look to others to help us. Um, we look to our priests, um, our bishop, uh, to, to, to help us right now. What are ways that we can help? I'll put you on the spot here for a second, but w- what are ways we can help our priests?
7: Well, <laughs> as I hear the priests and I, and I get some of the messages directly and everything else, I think it's that, uh, you know, I think we we are where we are now in terms of the spiritual fasting from the sacraments, and I think the most uh, opinion, you know painful times are, are, are folks who are in the institutions of care, where maybe for lack of right now sufficient PPE, you know, the equipment for our medical people and ministers cannot always be present in the way that we want to, and so I think to to trust that the God can supply when maybe the the uh, the uh, the overt the explicit. Sacramental moments are not always going to be able to be administered as we'd want, and, and we've always trusted in that. That's always been uh, part of our instinct of faith. You know, but uh, you know, that may not happen. So, rather than trying to, you know, visit a guilt trip on on the ministers because our priests because they were or were not there at the, at the appointed hour to believe that that the spirit can supply was lacking when we when humanly we aren't able to do what we would want to do and to fulfill the intention of the church, doing what the church does and anointing, uh, you know, absolving sin, and other things that are there. So don't don't give, give them a hard time on that. That would be my uh, counsel and, and request. Uh, you know, embrace this. Believe, you know, that the church supplies, and look for that time when, again, we can be offering spiritual sacrifice in this way for some people. I've got my, you know, specific people that, uh, I you know, it continues to be an evolving thing, and I'm sure everyone's got their own core people that they're praying for. And you know there have been some miracles here in, in recent uh, weeks. You know, uh, you know we each have a story or two where we can share that. Maybe we need to share some of those stories and good news. Just to remind us, you know, when some of us aren't seeing it. Hey, that the Lord is at work. And uh, you know, for those who passed over, we pray that they're sharing eternal, uh, the eternal banquet of joy with the risen one and all his friends. But uh, some people have been restored to us who maybe you know the medical. Science wouldn't have predicted that. So I think we need to to celebrate those moments and kind of share good news on that front.
1: I've seen some of those uh, stories as well, Bishop. What has to happen for you to allow people to go back to Mass?
7: Well, I, I think we're going to, you know, look, obviously, to our civil authority. It's a legitimate authority. You know, I think, you know, St. Paul well, kind of always counsels us to, to respect that. I mean, it's not going to dictate everything that we are, but we're, we're, we're Catholic, you know. We, faith is is sa- saving for us but but we're also using our reason we're using good 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 sense and, uh, right. and so I think we're going to enlist that and, and look at the data and when are people saying it's it's reasonable to think that we can associate with each other and you know I mean yeah some Catholic masses we may be spread way out in a, in a body of a church but the, but the occasion itself brings us together and we want that to, to, to be. You know, united and close, and to exchange on that human incarnate way our physical presence with each other. So, when is that actually going to be safe to do? And so, maybe there'll be a transitional phase. And again, I'm just speculating, don't quote me on this. Maybe there'll be a transitional phase where we're doing some things outside, especially as the weather finally, <laughs> finally <laughs> stabilizes with some warmth, and your your sponsor doesn't need to use the heating side, can use the cooling <laughs> side of this, this a little bit more, you know. But uh, maybe there'll be some transition on that. But uh, as we long to be together again, so when when does that happen? And you know, Feast of Corpus Christi in June, wouldn't there be some signature
1: uh, feast that we could maybe, God willing, you know, allow us to be together again? How are you staying in shape during this time? Are you out riding your bike? <laughs> well, I'm just trying to,
7: you know, uh, slow down the, uh, the. Uh, as someone said, you know, putting on the COVID-19. <laughs> you know, hopefully it won't creep up that much, you know, but uh, yeah, you know, I've, I've gone through some long walks, you know, and I never mind, you know, if it's raining or a little cold, actually, you know, this northerner kind of likes some of that, but uh, so some long walks, I've seen parts of, of downtown the city, I went out to one of our parks for extended walks, and but, I'm a, you know, the bike's up on the trainer here at home. It's time to put yep. a third block up so, you know, it's like climbing even more and things. But, uh, you know, you, one can only do that so much because there's nothing like, you know, being out on the road. And the, you, you can prepare all you want indoors, but you, you got to get out there and, and start suffering a little bit. And uh, it's good. For, it's cleansing and uh, it's invigorating. So I'm looking forward. Maybe this Saturday for me would be the first ride outside. We'll see. It's my, my uh, road bike sitting there saying, Bill, Bill, I'm here. <laughs> when,
1: you when are we going to get together? <laughs> no one can say that we haven't heard your voice during this time. You, you guys have done a great job in putting uh, a massive of streaming masses. Um, and, you know, your your little talks that you've given uh, as well have have certainly fed a lot of people, and I've heard a lot of good things. So I appreciate you being so present to us well, in thanks, the midst John. of and social. I know, I know sometimes I sometimes I'm a little intense. You know, sometimes there's
7: a lot there, and and you know I need to pare it down a little bit. So. I'll try and take some uh, cues from you and, and things, but, you know, different types of messages. And I'm thankful to our communications team at the
1: Diocese, too, very much. My, my mom called me up the other day after your Easter Sunday Mass, and she said, he is deep he is rich and i said yeah man, that's what you're <laughs> gonna get so uh from one time to the other hey we'll talk to you soon man thanks for coming on peace peace be well be well and god bless all your family thank you all right bye now. that's Boy and jumps and everyone uh, good, to, good to, he, and i mean this sincerely he's been so present you know during this time and that, that has been something so good for us as a family to be able to see him and and it's really it, it's become real for my kids i told you i mean my four-year-old daughter saying the other day t- it's William, Dad. You know, it, it was so funny to hear, but at the same time, it was comforting in a weird way uh, to, to hear those words because they're getting to know still staying plugged in my own family. And, and so, uh, friends, I can't tell you enough. Uh, check out what the Diocese of Des Moines is doing, their Facebook page, YouTube channel, uh, all of that. They've really got some good stuff going and, uh, and take heed. Continue to take comfort in uh, the words that our bishop is is uh, proclaiming to us. But at the same time, as he said before, remember your priests. Uh, and not, not everyone's, you know, dealt with this perfectly, as he said. But at the same time, we need to pray for them. Uh, and and if you can, maybe you know them, reach out to them. If they need something, uh, drop them off a loaf of bread. You know, something as simple as that can, uh, can go a long way during this time. Always continue, uh, friends, to be and to look for those acts of service that we can provide. Uh, coming up in the second half hour, we'll have Jean Wells host a straight talk. She's going to preview her 10 o'clock show and six creative and Catholic ideas for when you hit maximum cabin fever. We'll have that for you all coming up here in the second half hour. John Lee in the morning right here on April 14th. Friends, thank you so much for joining me today. And thanks to Dean Bell, Bell Construction for underwriting the show. You know, I, I said one of the, the hardest things for me right now is uh, staying motivated and exercise. And I've been doing it down here. I've got my little uh, punching bag at the same time. I've gone for some long runs, but there's nothing like playing basketball with my guys. Dean Bell's one of them. Bell Construction, residential re-roofs, 96344. Four ninety four. I know he said he's been streaming during these times of corona, 9634494. He's still staying busy, though. Thank you for underwriting the show. Father Andrew, now with today's Gospel and Reflection.
8: A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Mary Magdalene stayed outside the tomb weeping, and as she wept, she bent over into the tomb and saw two angels in white sitting there, one at the head and one at the feet, where the body of Jesus had been. And they said to her, woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken my Lord, and I don't know where they laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus there, but did not know it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? She thought it was the gardener, and said to him, Sir, if you carried him away, tell me where you laid him, and I will take him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Stop holding on to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brothers and tell them, I am going to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord, and then reported what he had told her. The Gospel of the Lord Mary Magdalene is a good example for those of us who seek Jesus because she perseveres in her search for him. Out of his concern for her, Jesus appears and calls her by name, indicating his benevolence, particularly that he wants to know us and us to know him, as well as the close relationship that he desires to have with his disciples. We in turn are to be generous with such a blessing and obey Jesus like Mary by interceding between him and others through our witness so that they too come to know him.
2: On this day of mercy, all the divine floodgates through which graces flow are opened. Therefore, let no soul fear to draw near to me, even though its soul may be stained with sin. The Feast of Divine Mercy is Sunday, April 19th. Jesus offers us extraordinary graces on this special holy day. It is like a second baptism, a complete cleansing of our souls, a grace we will probably never fully comprehend. Divine Mercy Sunday, April 19th.
1: Tuesday, April 14th, thanks for being a part of our show, friends, outside of the Mercy One studio for the time being, as uh, all of us here at Iowa Catholic Radio are doing our best to still provide you with the best content we possibly can. Many of our local shows, some of them have moved outside of the studio, as we said, but nonetheless, we're still trucking forward, you know, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Iowa Catholic Radio is still there, and uh, we've got no one but you to thank for it. So thank you. Thank you also to Blessman International for underwriting the show. All of our sponsors come through in a big way, especially in times like this. Blessman International, they are still providing meals. Yeah, from a distance in Mpopo, South Africa. Even though uh, the the region, the country uh, has shut down there, that doesn't mean that they haven't been ahead of this. In fact, packing meals for the children and the families is something that has really inspired me that I've seen and continuing on to stay in the best contact they can with them and give them hope International.org. thank you again for underwriting the show that's international.org coming up gene wells host of straight Talks, is going to preview her show and six creative and catholic ideas for when you hit maximum cabin fever we'll have that for you coming up uh, here in the second half hour all right let's get to it deacon tony valdez let's offer our day to almighty god
2: god our father we offer you our day we offer you all our thoughts words joys and sufferings in union with the heart of jesus Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church,
0: pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo with your News and Sports. News and Sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir.
3: Well, good morning, John. Happy Easter Tuesday to you. And to you as
1: well. Fifty
3: days. Yes, uh, the first of, uh, the second of many, and, uh, I liked uh, Bishop Johnson when you had him on. Uh, your your mom called him deep and rich. Uh, you've never been deep called rich. that,
1: have you, John? I, I have never been called that. No, 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 I haven't. But, uh, yeah, she loved it. She <laughs> loves his stuff. Yeah, exactly. I just, uh, I found that
3: uh, quite uh, amusing and true. Uh, you know, that is, uh, your mom's great. Your, your mom and dad are both great people. What happened to you is what I've always asked. I was,
1: well, I, yeah, that's true. I, I was more surprised that she was streaming. I mean, you know, my, my mom's never done anything like that before, <laughs> ever. So, I mean, it's just so interesting to see my parents in that world right now.
3: Well first of all your mom, you, you don 't give your mom enough credit. she was a long time school teacher uh, at the elementary level, and she had a lot she has a lot of patience and she has a lot of knowledge now she may have not shared that with you because you may not have been able to handle it like she is so she knew when when to release uh, that knowledge but Don't give her some credit then,
1: John. My mom's old school. I mean, you know, there's not a calculator within 300 feet of my mom's home uh, when it comes to teaching. So she's pretty old school and all that, but she's getting she's, uh, you know, getting acquainted with the new ways here. (laughs)
3: I could just see you doing math, and when the phones came into play, you got your phone out and you were doing your math on your phone because it had a calculator. How long did it take her to figure that out that you were doing that?
1: Oh, no doubt about that, man. I had one of those calculators that was like, you know, three sandwiches thick, you know, one of those big ones, and and I, I got a lot of uh, I got a lot of stink eyes from her for that. That's awesome.
3: Yep, I, I didn't think "deep and rich" was uh, describing you during your childhood and adulthood. I, I knew that wasn't true, so that, that was pretty amusing this morning. Hats off to Bishop Johnson and all the priests today.
1: Yeah, he's made himself available uh, not just uh, you know to Iowa Catholic Radio, but to so many others during this time as well. And as we said, streaming a lot of good stuff that he's got going. So they're doing a great job at the diocese.
3: Absolutely. And we've got a pretty good day to be outdoors today, folks, from the uh, WHO-TV Channel 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwell. Currently at the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, we have mostly clear skies, 25 degrees. That sun is out there uh, blazing away, so bring your sunglasses. We do have west-southwest winds at 10 miles per hour, so that feels like temperature. All the way down to 16 degrees this morning, but today we'll see partly sunny skies throughout the day. A high of 45 degrees. We'll have west winds at 15, gusting up to 25 miles per hour. Tonight, cloudy skies. We could see a few showers, maybe a few snow showers uh, overnight. Overnight low of 28 degrees. And tomorrow, partly cloudy, dry. High of 46 degrees for your Wednesday. Thursday, more of the same. Partly cloudy. A high near 50. And on Friday, partly cloudy. It'll be our warmest day of the week. A high of 53 degrees. Well, in the news on this uh, Tuesday morning, the uh, city of Des Moines. Estimates there will be an $18 million loss of revenue for the next 60 days due to the uh, COVID-19 virus. Now, with the city at a standstill, it's projected there will be little revenue from sales tax, permits, and licenses. Uh, the City of Des Moines uh, city manager, uh, Scott Sanders, says, quote, nothing like this has ever happened, and this is a very unique situation, unquote. Sanders says uh, at $5.8 million, the most significant loss for the City of Des Moines is associated with the local option sales tax, and service tax fund a sales tax that was just approved last march now the tax fund is used for infrastructure projects and public safety enhancements other losses include a 3.6 million dollar loss on the road use tax fund and 2.1 million dollars in the hotel tax revenue here in the city the city of des moines has not made any permanent structural changes but it has temporarily furloughed 5 percent of its workforce. Additional hirings associated with non-essential workers are currently on hold, and Sanders says they will evaluate uh, the city of Des Moines' workload one to two weeks uh, as the city has been shut down. Today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Today was supposed to be the season opener, the home opener, rather, for the Iowa Cubs at Principal Park in downtown Des Moines. Obviously, the I-Cubs are hoping to start the season, maybe next month. You never know if the government starts to open things up in in the beginning of May. And on, once again, all Iowa high school spring sports and activities have been suspended indefinitely. That includes girls and boys' uh, tracks, soccer, golf, and tennis here in the state of Iowa. Once again, for the Mercy One studios in Des Moines, we have mostly clear skies and 25 degrees, a west-southwest wind at 10 miles per hour, so that feels like temperature down to 16 degrees this morning. But today we'll see uh, partly sunny skies throughout the day, a high of 45 degrees, west winds keeping it breezy at 15, gusting up to 25 miles per hour hour and this has been your iowa catholic radio news weather and sports on your tuesday morning john leonetti show and coming up jimmy olson and he has your morning traffic report i'm mark amadeo
0: Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio.
4: Still a good drive for us this morning. No accidents to pass along. If you are uh, making the uh, trek out this morning again, uh, lots of construction. So follow the posted signs and uh, be aware of reduced lanes downtown. Also, they've added uh, road closures and uh, lane reduction as well to try and help keep the social distancing as we are uh, going through everything right now with the coronavirus. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and officially online at BDconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio.
1: Jimmy, let's get you the Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Have you ever had one really embarrassing moment? Well, so did today's saint of the day. Blessed Peter Gonzalez, we celebrate today, was all set to assume his new role at a cathedral in Spain, a role that promised prestige, notoriety, and power. He had secured the post from his uncle, a bishop, and Peter was quite content to ride into his new hometown triumphantly, until his horse stumbled and threw Peter headlong into the mud. Onlookers laughed at the young, proud man being so thoroughly humbled. The experience changed Peter, though. Yes, that one experience changed him. After that, he reevaluated his motivations and soon became a priest. Because of that one humility, one humbling moment, he became a priest. It was a good fit for Peter, and he became a skilled preacher. Even as Peter abandoned his motivation for power and respect among men, he was elevated to the chaplain for King Ferdinand. When the king's troops won the final victory over the Moors in Spain, it was Peter's wise words that persuaded the king to forbid looting and ransacking Moorish-held areas. After retiring from the court, Peter devoted the remainder of his life to preaching in northwest Spain. He developed a special mission to Spanish and Portuguese seamen. Because of this, he is the patron of sailors. We ask today the humble, blessed Peter Gonzalez to pray for us. Amen. And a thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for underwriting our saint of the day. A family man that knows how important wills and estate planning is. Two two four one 1776 That is 515-224-1776. Let's go to Gene Wells, host of Straight Talk. Hi, Jean. You there? I am there. I to hear your voice. Uh, What do we got coming up on your show?
9: Well, we're going to talk about whether this is the end of the world
1: or not. Hmm. Seems like a (laughs) light topic today.
9: I know. I know. Well, you know, it's so fascinating. Uh, Deacon Tom Bradley is joining me. And, you know, you'll, if you're watching social media, periodically you'll see a post from someone that you can just tell they're, they're, is this the end of the world? And, and who knows, it might be, it might be, who knows. Um, but what are we doing to prepare if it is? And what should we, so that's one part of it, but another part of it is, is what is the silver lining of this isolation? What is it that we're doing or could be doing or may start doing? It kind of goes with your your 745 topic of the six things that you can do. You know, what? how can we help and grow in our faith during this time? I mean, there are people like the hermits who chose this isolation. What can we learn from them? So that's our conversation for today.
1: It sounds like a deep topic uh, Gene Wells hosts a straight talk coming up 10 o'clock this morning, 10 o'clock in the evening. Uh, we'll talk to you soon, Gene. God bless. All right. You as well. Coming up right after this six creative and Catholic ideas for when you hit maximum cabin fever. One of my favorite writers of all time uh, released this about five days ago and I read it and I shelved it. Melissa Guerrero after this uh, John Lee Eddie in the morning right here on this Tuesday, April 14th. Thank you friends for being a part of the show today. Thank you to all of our underwriters and all of those that continue to make Iowa Catholic Radio going. This is just a a quick, heartfelt thank you. You know, from the bottom of our hearts here, all of our hosts, all of our um, uh, the staff, uh, you know, our executive director, Tony, as well as Bell, you know, so many that are working so hard here at Iowa Catholic Radio, we see you. We thank you for keeping us going during this time. One of the big pleas of us here at Iowa Catholic Radio is a simple one, and that is we had our carathon a little bit earlier than normal. Praise God that we did. But one of the things that we're asking is if you did... Uh, if you did donate, if you would fulfill that pledge, that goes a long way to be able to help us continue to teach, defend, and evangelize. One of the things that we promise you, friends, is we promise you that we're here. And that promise isn't something on our own accord. That promise is because of you. Thank you. IowaCatholicRadio.com. Click donate if you can, especially during these trying times. We appreciate you, and we believe that this will come out. This will make us better in the long run. We will come out better for this. Your diocesan minute is right now.
10: This is your news to the Diocese of Des Moines for Tuesday, April 14th. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. The Diocese of Des Moines is offering resources during this unprecedented time of the COVID-19 outbreak. Visit dmdiocese.org slash coronavirus to find spiritual resources, a list of parishes live streaming mass, a list of family activities, and much more. Also, be sure to check out the Diocese of Des Moines Facebook page to watch Bishop Johnson's private Wednesday Mass live-streamed at 1210. On Fridays, you can tune into our Facebook page to watch Father John Bertagli, rector of the cathedral, celebrating his private Mass live-streamed with Bishop Johnson at 1210. On Sundays, Bishop Johnson will be sharing video reflections of the day's gospel. The Diocese of Des Moines Facebook page will also continue sharing online resources as well as videos and Masses streamed by other priests in our diocese. Check out the April issue of the Catholic Mirror hitting mailboxes this weekend. You'll see a variety of perspectives from local Catholics working on the front lines in response to COVID-19, including doctors, pharmacists, truck drivers, and grocery store workers. Read about priests in our diocese embracing new technology and find out how people are coping with the abrupt change to gatherings of no more than 10 people, including engaged couples set to be married this spring. Read these stories and much more in the April issue of the Catholic Mirror hitting mailboxes this weekend. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins.
4: You can enjoy positive and inspiring music to help you through your day on the Iowa Catholic Radio app at iowacatholicradio.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Be Not Afraid is provided by Dream
1: Dirt. Dream Dirt Farm Real Estate and Auction is a licensed and experienced farm brokerage and auction company. Dream Dirt auctioneers are PRI and CAI certified professional farm marketers and have trained to understand the strategy behind a successful auction or sale. We work to reduce stress and risk for our customers and do not charge advertising fees. Learn more at DreamDirt.com. Dream Dirt Farm and Equipment Auction Services. Farm auctions done right. 515-257-7199.
2: Support for programming of Catholic Women Now, partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the morning is provided by Five Sons Naturescapes. Five Sons Naturescapes is a Catholic veteran-owned family company. Providing premium outdoor landscaping. Clean up and restore outdoor living space with retaining walls, privacy fencing, pergolas, paver sidewalks, and patios. Issues with soil settling and water around the foundation and yard? Five Suns Nature Escapes can grade and install drainage tile to help. Five Suns Nature Escapes online at FiveSonsNatureScapes.com.
1: Have you hit maximum cabin fever yet? Well, if you have, you're not alone. Uh, I, I read a great piece about four days ago. It was written five, Melissa Guerrero, and I try to read anything she writes. She's just a creative writer, blogger in the Catholic faith. She wrote six creative and Catholic ideas for when you hit maximum fever. I saved this one uh, for the show. I'm not going to be able to get to all of them, but I figured a few of these I think are pretty cool. Again, uh, these are ideas when you hit maximum cabin fever. Maybe you've already hit that, and you're thinking, well, John, I could have used this about uh, you know three weeks ago. Uh, that's okay. That's okay. Get creative now. And you know, one of the ones that she talks about is one of the, I I smile because it's something my family has been doing right now. A lot of baking, a lot of cooking, uh, learning different uh, recipes that maybe we've never done before. And it's so incredible because, you know, we like a lot of people sometimes get lazy. You know, it's it's easier to drive through uh, a restaurant or or drive through a, you know, a a fast food chain than it is to be able to sit down and actually make a good meal. And, And this has forced us to do just that, to be able to sit down And, uh, and make meals. And it's funny because my wife and I will take a bite out of something and we'll look up at each other and be like, this is good. You know, why haven't we been making this for the last 10 years of our marriage? You know, and and it it seems like meal after meal. Now, now, most of the time, she's the one actually cooking it. Okay, let me just make that uh, make that clear. But at the same time, nonetheless, been fun to be able to do that well she says do some liturgical cooking and baking as well this is something we haven't done yet so what's better as we launch into the uh, liturgical season here of easter it's simple take maybe some uh, master that easter bread uh that's something as i as i've said on on the show before my mom is really starting to um to do she's got this easter lemon yogurt bread it is delicious. Uh, And the yogurt part kind of threw me off a little bit. It just makes it a little bit more moist, but it is so, so good. But yeah, master maybe an Easter bread or look at the liturgical season right now and and try to make something maybe a little bit more hope-filled. I don't know. Master something in your kitchen is something that uh, she says to do. This is something that I thought was really cool. My family right now, I don't know about your family or you, but we love games. We love board games. It's just a lot of fun for us. Maybe create your own. And we haven't done this yet, but she says if you have small children, teenagers, or or know anyone who wants to convert to Catholicism, flex that creative muscle, she says, and come up with your own Catholic board game. Maybe you can uh, talk about the Psalms. You can incorporate the Old and New Testament into it. Uh, Maybe you can incorporate the Catechism of the Catholic Church into it, but try to create maybe something of your own board game and make it a little bit fun, something that you can learn your faith with at this time, or teach your kids or grandkids your faith during this time as well. So get creative in that front, I thought was really good. And here's another one I thought was really fun is my wife and I um, I, I, my son will constantly ask my wife and I how to spell something. I, I don't know. He's just kind of in that phase right now. And uh, when mom and dad are busy, he'll go to Alexa. Alexa, how do you spell this? Well, she says, have a spelling bee. And I thought that would be a lot of fun for my son. Uh, and, and not just a, a spelling bee of regular words or words that you'd find in dictionary.com, but maybe a spelling bee of the saints' names. Maybe look at uh, St. Wolfgang. Or other saints that are a little bit deeper and, uh, and, and a little bit longer, a little bit more difficult to spell. Or transubstantiation, some Catholic terms. And you can use this, friends, not just to spell them, but as times to, hey, what's the definition? thought that was kind of fun, too, you know, that otherwise other people would be asking. And finally, she says, do some Catholic charades if you're experiencing cabin fever right now. And there's really not much more explanation than that that I can give you. But Catholic charades, look to maybe, um, again, the Old Testament, the kings of the Old Testament, look to the synoptic Gospels, have some fun with it, you know, have a moderator, someone that, again, can explain some of these things. But, uh, you know, we can get creative during these times. And uh, Melissa Guerrero, you can go to EpicPew.com, one of my favorite places to go uh, for different blogs. Six creative and Catholic ideas for when you hit maximum cabin fever. I know we're going to be trying some of those in our family. I want to thank Bishop Johnson for joining me today, uh, this morning, friends, and, and his availability. He's been so available, not just again here on Iowa Catholic Radio, but just in general. Continue to pray for him, for wisdom, for guidance for our priests right now, especially for, uh, during this difficult time that many priests are experiencing in our own parishes. And thank you for joining me today, friends. We'll be back on tomorrow, live outside of the Mercy One studio. Deacon Tony, would you give us your blessing?
2: Oh God, protector of all who hope in you, bless your people, keep them safe, defend them, prepare them, that free from sin and from the enemy, that they may persevere always in your love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.
1: Amen. Thank you very much. I'll be back on tomorrow, friends. I am John Leonetti. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today.
0: Fill our hearts and flood our souls with one desire just to know. Construction, Five Suns Nature Scapes, and Blessman International.